tapped on. Real, get the rest gone. Then that nigga, what else you want? Power, power, respect. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Gary A. Swaby, and you're now listening to The Powercast. And today we will be recapping Power Book 4, Force, Season 1, Episode 7. And the name of the episode was Outrunning a Ghost. And I'm here with Mr. Rich Bailey Jr. How are you doing, Richard? Doing good, Gary. What's up, listeners and viewers? What's up, indeed? And uh, today, Richard is a club owner, I see. And uh, that, that's yes. quite interesting because we, we did see that club a lot in today's episode. Yeah, I just want to say business was booming in this episode. So shout out to everybody who was out there selling products. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and your silent partner in that club was definitely uh, Mr. St. Patrick, wasn't it? Uh, well, I cannot talk about rumors of speculation because, uh, you know, <laughs> Apparently he's dead, so I can't say anything else. <laughs> fair, fair enough, fair enough. And uh, we're also here with Miss Dana Abercrombie. How are you doing, Dana? Very good. Como esta bien? That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, como, como. Um, and uh, her, your your name today is Leaving Victor on Red. Ouch. Ouch. Poor uh, Victor. A lot of heartbreak for Victor today. You know. Scandalous. Scandalous. <laughs> yeah, Gloria is definitely a heartbreaker, but we'll, we'll talk more about that. Um, but yeah, a very interesting episode, especially since they're kind of taking a, a gap after this one, um, which, you know, we'll talk more about. But yeah, uh, we're going to get to our takeaways uh, as usual, in which we, we go around the, the panel here. And we each give our takeaways, the stuff that stood out to us in this episode. Um, and then, you know, we'll shift over to the questions and discussion segment. Um, and we do have like a user submitted, uh, you know, a question or discussion that we're going to talk about as well. So looking forward to that. But before we do all that, just want to give a friendly reminder, please, if you enjoy this content, please hit the like button leave a comment, let us know your thoughts and feelings about this episode of Power. And also, you know, take a look at the channel and consider subscribing if you like what you see. You know, all of this content is free. We work very hard on it. So, you know, please just, you know, show your support, hit the like button, leave your comments and engage with the content. Um, but yeah, just a friendly reminder there. Uh, and yeah, I look forward to seeing what everyone's going to say about this one. Uh, but yeah, so this week for our takeaways, Miss Dana Abercrombie is going to lead the charge. So Dana, when you're ready, take it away and hear us with your takeaways. Hit him with the best shot. That's all I can say because of copyright. All right. So basically what we have going on that I kind of loved and appreciated and thought people would die in this episode was the fact that we have Tommy and his street knowledge we have working with dahlia the drug and how basically there was an argument in the in the different viewpoints and sides going on with they want to be able to get that premium top brand client but also that limits how much money you can actually 
uh, make from that because not everyone can afford premium stuff. So what Tommy really wants to do, it's break it down for, you know, different tiers, just like you have your, your upcoming HBO max is going to be in different tiers. Um, you have with basically with people who have different incomes, how they can afford different kind of levels of the drug. We have the pure for the people who have the most money and more of the, the lesser kind for people who had, doesn't have all of that money. But the thing that I really didn't think of kind of appreciated about the chemist, she wanted to keep that integrity, the integrity of the drug intact so that everyone can have the great experience and kind of be equal in that same point. But, you know, it's not going to look the same because as we found out, the components that makes it glow is really the one that you have to get rid of the most. But she was able to work it out and she was able to put out a product that is similar, not the same, but it still has the same impact and efficiency. Um, What was really interesting about this was how Tommy and Claudia think completely different. How because of Tommy, he's been doing this for so long and that he's wanting to have a business where he's able to go out there and reach a much broader range of people, how he wanted it to, you know, have the different tiers. And Claudia, who was like, you know, more of, but this is what I represent, along with the chemist, they wanted to put out something that would represent and, and the brand, and it has that signature look to it. And this is, it was really interesting was that, you know, sometimes you have to kind of sacrifice the kind of pureness of something for profit, but they were able to work it out so far. Um, no one died that we know of. They all had the drug. No one, I was waiting when they all took that little sniff at the very end, I was waiting for someone to OD. And that didn't happen. At least we didn't see that. You know, I was going to wait to see whether or not they would. I thought the chemists would die at that point. But then I'm like, they still need the chemists to keep replicating it, even though the goal is for Liliana to understand and to break that down so that she can go out there and they no longer need the chemists because you know, I really feel that they're going to just kill her at, at any point. But that didn't happen. But I really liked how they, they brought about the different mindset of business and profit over integrity. So that was one of the things that really stuck out. Another thing that stuck out to me was JP. Um, JP, you know, they came together. He apologized for what transpired last week, you know, how he stormed off and was very angry that Tommy would not put him into the game. Um, but it just, it seemed that he's slowly wearing him down and he's explaining, look, I'll be any kind of, of dealer or part of the business that you need. Um, if you need someone to transport something, I'll do that. Um, so it was really interesting to see Tommy kind of fight with himself, knowing that he doesn't want to do it, but at the same time wanting to help JP because that is his brother. And you can see that he's starting to really care about him. And one thing that was really important was he's, he doesn't want a handout. JP wants to work for his money. He's not someone who is just like, well, give me some money. And we kind of see a difference between him and I think it was Kate, uh, where, you know, Kate kind of expected certain things from Tommy and JP is like, no, I, I want to earn my keep. I want to earn my position and my money. And so I really like that. And of course we had, well, I think it was DMAC is the name with the son kind of coming up to Tommy and explaining, you know, without giving any names, be careful because you're coming out there to kill you 
without saying much words of anything. And there's a sense of care that DMAC is starting to show, <clears throat> which is really interesting because I wonder if that's because his, I don't, he doesn't know that that's his uncle, but I was wondering if he's afraid of whether or not JP could end up catching the bullet that's meant for Tommy. You know, you come from one person, will you be the bystander that ends up dying behind it as well? And so that was really interesting. And I still want to know what's going to happen when he finds out that that is his uncle. Another thing going on with the connection between DMAC was that Marshall, him and Marshall were, you know, they worked together. They were thick as thieves that we kind of assumed, but obviously they're not anymore. They are completely separated. They had that fight. You know, Marshall was really upset that he was left out, you know, and you saw DMAC. No, yep, DMAC. Um, no, no, no. Yeah, you saw. Nope, I think I confused that. Sorry. DMAC attacked Marshall for leaving him out. And he was able to trace him through his social media, which, <clears throat> sorry, makes me wonder, is that going to be the the thing that gets Marshall killed or Marshall found out in the end is because if he's leaving a trail where D money can find D Mac, I'm sorry, I don't know these D money Mac can find him. <laughs> Richard, if he gets, if he's leaving the social media trail where he's easy to be found out by anyone Will this end up leading to Marshall's downfall? Will he end up dying behind this? You know, we've seen that in previous power universes. I think the last one was with um, the one with, uh, I'm not sure which one. But the point is, we've seen it before where we had other characters use social media and it did not go very well for them. You know, the kind of the old school guys had to explain, don't put my picture on social media. What is wrong with you? So I wondered, will that kind of lead to his downfall, like I said? And one of the other interesting things is that Victor, last week I was really excited because Victor was growing his spine. He was growing his backbone, and it just kind of seemed like it wasn't it wasn't strong enough, and it just disintegrated, and it wasn't there. Instead, you know, he was trying to reach Gloria. He was really happy, woke up, oh, yay. And he looked at the note, and then he was like, you know, that sullen kind of Edward Cullen in the corner. No, she left me. <laughs> and instead of trying to actively go out there and search for her, he instead, you know, was like kept texting and calling and then went to his father and was like, you know, I always blamed you. And then at the end, he still blamed him. So it was like, I blamed you for what was going on with Gloria and taking the side. But at the end, it's kind of still your fault. So, and then he left with the, you may be by blood, but she is my home. And that was corny in a very hallmark way. But I understand what they was trying to do. He genuinely loves Gloria. But if you genuinely love someone, won't you actively go out there and start searching? Won't you start looking, figuring out something? You have kind of these connections. I would be out there and, and kind of look. And also the conversation with his father, I would make sure to know that, you know, this is still your fault. I'm very upset. And then I want nothing to do with you. I'm packing my bags and I'm actively leaving. I don't want to see you anymore. You're dead to me. But instead he's like... She was my home, but you're just my blood. And that, again, the words. Gloria talked about this before. Words are not actions. There were, I can say I love you, but I'm not showing you I love you, so you still feel unloved. That's kind of Gloria. Gloria, 
you know, Vic, Rick, Victor, I want to be with you, words, but you're not actively going out there and being with me. You're not stepping away from your father. And still, again, he's acting like that child. And I just did not appreciate that at all. And kind of lastly, um, where it opened up with the whole, they basically had a nice, this episode was like showcase of the drugs, where the, all the girls, the couriers kind of went out there and they went to the different clubs and hit up the different spots. And they would have, you know, so that the men would have a sense of, they would have a taste, a dabble of of the drug without them knowing. So without their consent, they were basically drugged. It was an episode where women drugged men. The whole time. Um, if you really look at it, if you get it really technical, the, the women, you know, the, he didn't ask for a kiss or a hit. He was like, mm, okay. So point I'm simply saying was this was a really great way of showcasing what the drugs can do so that they can get more clientele and they can get the word out there on the street. And I really liked how they set that up with everything that was going on. So those are my main takeaways. All right. Well, as always, excellent takeaways. And uh, yeah, uh, lots of stuff uh, I can relate to there, particularly with uh, Vic. Uh, I do agree he's been a bit too passive in terms of uh, Gloria. He needs to step up and get a backbone, like you said. Uh, But yeah, uh, we'll we'll, we'll touch a little more on that soon. But uh, we are going to head over to Mr. Richard Bailey Jr. now and uh, get his takeaways for this episode. So here us, Rich. Uh, as always, excellent takeaways by Dana. Um, let me start off by saying that uh, I thought the episode was okay. Uh, it did have some issues. I'll get into that. But first, I'm just going to go into my takeaways. So first and foremost, uh, let me start off by saying uh, on this show, we finally got the introduction of a new character working with CBI. The actor's name is Barton Fitzpatrick. He actually was on a show that I watched called The Shy. Um, of course, uh, some things happened and he was taken off the show. I'm still a little uh, angry about that because I liked his character, Reg, on that show. So I'm glad that he got a new opportunity. Uh, he's a good actor. I look forward to seeing what they do with his characters. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, getting into the episode, um, let's talk about some stuff that I did enjoy. Um, I liked this whole thing of Tommy and Liliana's trying to build some type of relationship with the chemist. Uh, And the thing about it in this episode that they teased is that their goal all along was to have Liliana learn the formula, and then eventually they would get rid of the chemist. But instead, they actually built a bond together by them spending so much time with the chemist. And, you know, yes, it was a little awkward that Liliana also had to go out on this date that she had in the episode, but I get it. They wanted to basically show you that they are attempting to build the bond. And I think that that was put in the show specifically to basically give you an idea of the some of the conflict that Ghost and Tommy had when they were trying to figure out whether or not they should kill Liliana. So basically having this situation where now Liliana and Tommy, who are really partners here, having to think about this whole strategy and deciding to keep her around, I think it was good to put that in there. So we'll see if it continues to last. Because at the end of the episode, the chemist says, even though she was done with her, what they needed her for, that she was going to come back the next day. But we'll see if that actually continues going into the remaining episodes in the season. So that was good. The conversation between JP and Tommy in this episode, I also thought was good. As Dana alluded to earlier, 
the fact that Tommy does not want JP to get too close because of how negatively he can be impacted if he got deep into this drug game. So I appreciate that. But what I love about this conversation is JP once again bringing up Kate and the need to want to talk to Kate about all this stuff that's happening. And you see how adamant Tommy is about, yes, she never loved me. She loved uh, another brother who was a ghost, of course, referring to the fact that she loved ghosts more than she loved him. So he has a lot of resentment still to Kate. But the fact that they keep bringing up Kate kind of hints to me that sooner or later we're going to see her on this show, maybe towards the very end of the season. I have no idea because they only have about three episodes left. So, But I, I do think we're going to finally get some more details about what was going on with her when she decided to have JP and why she lied and why all this other stuff is happening with her character. So I look forward to seeing that because it feels like it's going to happen just because the fact that Tommy said, I don't want to have anything to do with her. And JP is adamant that he wants to talk to her and get some answers. I kind of feel like JP is still going to reach out to her. So let's see what happens. Um, We also saw in this episode that Tommy and Claudia clashed on several things. Claudia has a certain vision for how she wants this drug to be presented. And she said before she did not want Vic finding out anything about the drug. But then later in this episode, you see that she had Vic. Actually, he was one of the people that was targeted to basically get drugged with this particular new drug, Dahlia. So and that and you saw that her and Tommy had a falling out about that immediately towards the end of this episode. So I kind of feel like Tommy, yes, he has the street knowledge, as Dana says, but he is still trying to control the situation. And this this goes back to the discussion we had last week when when Gary asked the very cool question of whether or not Claudia has the potential to basically be a main villain on this show. I mean, they're, they're showing you some of the areas that make her a little weak, but the fact that she is still trying to be independent and do her own thing while still working with Tommy and they had issues in this episode lets you know this this partnership is going to definitely have some further issues moving forward because it's about the expansion. So I look forward to seeing that. But yeah, to see that they're still clashing in this episode, even though they're working together, it lets you know this is not really going to be that rocky of a partnership. There's going to be some more things that happen that have both characters questioning their allegiance together. So I look forward to seeing what that's all about. A few other positives. Uh, we saw that in this episode, D-Mac warned Tommy to watch his back. Now, I want to give a shout out to, I believe it was Dana, and I believe you also mentioned, Gary, the both of y'all said, if I recall, on a previous episode, D-Mac is probably going to warn Tommy about what's happening with Junard. So that's an excellent prediction that y'all had. Uh, so I was glad to see that happen. Uh, of course, we saw in this episode that uh, D-Mac's hot-headed friend, um, they finally had their falling out. So I'm very curious to see what happens now. D-Mac obviously still hasn't really made it clear to anyone else that, yes, JP is his father. So it kind of leaves that open. But the fact that he warned Tommy, I find very interesting. Uh, so we'll see where that goes for sure. Um, and then the last positive, and, and this is just my personal opinion. I'm pretty sure people will disagree with me, but I'm, I'm just going to say what I think. The CBI storyline, the ongoing struggle between Jannard and Diamond, to me, that is the best story on the show. I don't care about anything that's happening with the Flins. I don't really care too much about Tommy. Yes, the Tommy stuff is interesting, but to me, 
seeing what's going to what's going to ultimately happen between these brothers, I think that is the most intriguing and most important storyline because you saw in this episode that they have this whole Gary Indiana. Wait, there goes Gary Indiana right there. This whole plan about trying to expand and do all this other stuff. And Jannard is the one that decides to go behind Diamond's back and still pursue this venture. So it's very interesting to see where this is going to go. And then, of course, we had Freddie Gibbs show up on the show uh, playing a very creepy looking character. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what, what, where they're going with this direction. But the fact that Jannard is still power hungry, he still wants to be the one that's in charge. and He's doing things behind his brother's back. This leads to some very interesting things that could happen in the next couple of episodes. So I look forward to seeing that. So I give them props on all of that. Now let's get into the three main criticisms that I have of this episode in particularly. Okay. Let's talk about Gloria and the fact that she isn't in this episode. Now I'm okay. If you decide not to have the character in the show, I mean, there's a current perception of how they portray the character that people don't like, because we've seen it in the comment section, but here is what my issue is. The Gloria character disappears and leaves Vic this message about, oh, well, you'll never change. From a writing standpoint, I have a problem with that because last week we saw she was right in the middle of this attack when the Serbs did a drive-by on, uh, you know, basically Vic and they tried to take him out and she was the one protecting him. It would have made more sense for the note to be that attack really shook me up I need to take a break and, and, and I will talk to you at another time. It would have made more sense and more believable for her to say that instead is to once again, go back on and say, Oh, you'll never change. That makes absolutely no sense because you was just involved in an attack and Vic hasn't been honest and open with her about the fact of all this other stuff that's been going on with the Serbs. So i kind of feel like that would have been a better reason for her to not be on the episode, but instead they're once again, rehashing the same thing, whereas she's not happy with what's going on with him. And I will also give a special shout out to our car mentor, Jeremiah, because I'm pretty sure he loved this episode because he's been saying that Vic is a very weak character. And I had to laugh. You know, obviously, yes, you're depressed about what happened with Gloria. Yes, as Dana alluded to, the Hallmark line he gave his dad about, yes, she is my home. You're my blood. Yes, I thought that was corny as well. But I just think that the character is very weak. You know, this whole episode, he was just down because Gloria is not there. And just my personal opinion, I, I really have a hard time understanding why they are propping up this character as if she is deserving of all of these things. And they haven't really presented anything to her, from my opinion, that really is important or e even meaningful to the show itself. I feel, like, I feel like they could have done a lot more with the character. But again, it is what it is. And this is power. So we'll see what happens next. But I think in terms of her disappearing, it would have made more sense for her to say, well, I'm a, I don't really like what happened. You know, you haven't been honest to me about what you're doing with the business. So I don't want to have anything to do with you right now. That would have made more sense in my personal opinion. I may be the only one that thinks that, but that's that's my opinion. The other two criticisms. Adriana, the reporter, the crime reporter in the storyline. All I have to say is the direction they're going with that. I, I'm not a fan of that. I think that sucks. It would have been more uh, convincing, I think, to have her be somewhat connected to what's happening with Diamond and, and this other cop officer that was investigating him. That would have been better and more believable because we know that because of his involvement, because of Seamus, the cop's name, because of his involvement taking money from the Flins, he had to distance himself from 
Diamond because Diamond knows a lot of information about what he's doing. So it would have made more sense for him to get somebody to keep tabs on Diamond because he couldn't do it. And that would have made a hell of a lot more sense. I don't know where they're going with the storyline with Diamond, obviously trying to write about, you know, trying to what, whereas one, one person is thinking about this as ha- him having a redeeming story, but now diamond is the main point of the story. And that's all that this, this, uh, you know, this newspaper or whatever, this media company, they're only concerned about exploiting that and, and basically catching him once again, having a downfall within everything. So I, I kind of am not really a fan of that storyline. It just adds an extra layer onto the show that I don't really think is necessary, but again, we'll see what happens. And finally, the last criticism of the episode, in my personal opinion, I did not like how this episode ended at all. It was very cheesy to see everybody getting high. Now, once again, I know this entire episode, it was about them finding a form of the drug that was just basically different, untraceable, etc. And for them to finally get that and to be cheering at the end, that was great. But it's very cheesy to see everybody with the funny expressions, oh, because they got high. We already know how the drug impacts people. We've seen it in every single episode where someone tries the drug, how crazy they look afterwards. I didn't need to see that again at the very end. But I just thought that was kind of lame in my personal opinion. But with that said, overall, an okay episode of Power. I think a lot of build up, a lot of interesting things to give you an idea of what's ahead. But um. Yeah, so I still think they need to improve on quite a bit of things, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> okay. Um, I think Dana wanted to chime in on something you said. Was you going to oh, say? I, oh, sorry. I, I just want to to respectfully retort and say that actually the ending of them with the with the high and the same face, mm-hmm. that was because they was doing the lesser quality. So the fact that they got high and it was the same face that we've seen throughout the show already, mm-hmm. that would just to show you how equal those two drugs are, even though it's not of the same cut. And the mm-hmm. genius is of that chemist and that by letting her go right now is not something you want to do. Because remember, Liliana still hasn't technically learned how to replicate that. Mm-hmm. So that high was to show how great she is, what they really what they did with the replication, even though she took out those three components that made the drug sparkle. I got you. And you know what? That's an excellent explanation, Dana. So stars, give <laughs> you need to give this woman a lot of credit for explaining that better. Cause I I I didn't really get that. So the way you explained that, that that's great. That makes sense. So I'm, I'm okay with it now. And and really quickly, I thought of something within my own criticism that might actually be good. Yeah. And the criticism that I had with Gloria and that whole, you know, oh, I'm going to never change. And that whole thing, I don't think she sent that. What if she was kidnapped? We know that the father wants her gone no matter what. She won't take the money and she's not leaving before we, we knew that. Right. And the whole time, remember with Paul, Paulie was like, you know, she's still there. So what better way than to get say if she was going out for morning breakfast and they got her that they got her then and started sending those basic texts. Oh, you'll never change because the whole the whole show, the whole town knows that Victor is never changing and he's still up under his father. Mm -hmm. So what happened? That was those were basic texts. Yes. Oh, they were very basic. And you know what? You bring a very good point in that it, because we didn't see Polly in this episode at all. So if she was taken... We did, we did. when he got cancer. No, no, no. You, you're talking about Walter. I'm talking no. about the, the bodyguard, Polly. I, I don't recall seeing yeah, him... He was in there once. No, he, he was in oh, there. He was in there. Yeah. 
But what, okay, so well, 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 maybe you know that was a quick uh, appearance. Uh, but yeah, it, it, yeah, I, I think that's a very good theory, you know, because that that'll be great if that is what they do. Um, I have no idea because this is obviously a, a weaker show than other power shows, so I can't really Ouch. tell. Some of the ideas they have don't come together, but that that's an excellent, excellent explanation for why. Because yes, you're right. The message did sound very basic. I, my my only thought is that it. It would have made more sense if if it was something alluded to the fact that we just got attacked because that just happened in the previous episode. I think that would have made a, a more believable. It, so I hope it. I hope you are right, and that's what it was. But if it's not, man, I'm going. I'm going to rip them to shreds the next time we talk about what they do with that character next. But I hope that you're right. <laughs> oh yeah, th- those are definitely uh, some some good theories. That that would be very interesting if she was kidnapped. Um, but yeah. Um, uh, I did have a question about that later, so we, we can expand on that a little more after. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give my takeaways. Um, and there was actually uh, quite a few things that Richard said that I, I kind of agree with as well. Um, so, you know, let me kind of just run through things and then I'll, I'll get to that. But, um, but yeah, excellent takeaways, Rich. So um, my takeaway, my first one is basically like, I just wanted to, you know, highlight that I, I think it was interesting to see Tommy come up with that idea to kind of um, dumb down Dahlia and make a street version of it because it kind of leans into the experience that he has working with ghosts. Like, you know, because this is all stuff that they probably, you know, had to decide on in their past and their history. So, like, you know, I liked that. That I liked to see that kind of journey that he went on in this episode, where he's kind of taking ownership of this 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 uh, business that he has with with Claudia, um, and you know, he's making this 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 good idea and this decision um, that's going to um, basically uh, improve the future and the potential of of the Dahlia drug. Um, and then, you know, there's also that line he says to Liliana later in the episode where. You know, he basically says, like, I never I never had something for just myself before, like, you know, because he always had to share with Ghost. He always ha- had to take Ghost's lead. Um, and then, you know, at one time, Kanan was involved as well. So it's like he never really had something that he could control, like just control. So, you know, I kind of liked that how this episode showed that. But uh, what was you going to say something? I was going to say, I don't want to cut you off, but as, as yeah. Dana would allude to with the connections, this is the reason for the title outrunning a ghost because he's outrunning ghost's shadow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. But go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, exactly what you said. He, he's still kind of living in ghost shadow and, you know, now he's, he's, he wants to, he wants to like carve out his own path, like, you know, um, with, with this new business venture that he's taken out. And I guess this is what he wanted to achieve when he was assembling the Avengers with, with diamond and, and, uh, and Vic and everyone else. Um, but, you know, that kind of fell apart. But now through Claudia, he has this new venture that he's working on and, you know, it gives him that opportunity once again to seize that power and, you know, become his 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 own, you know, boss, his own leader. Um, the, the only problem there is that he's still in a partnership. Like he's still in this with Claudia. So I'm wondering if this is going to lead to any conflicts between the two in in the near future, Um, you know, because there could be times where Tommy wants things done his way 
Um, but Claudia wants things done her way. And, and, and like I was saying last week, you know, she her, her ruthless side hasn't fully materialized itself. It's, it's there, but it, she's not at that, you know, pro level of ruthlessness yet. But I do think it's brewing within her. And at some point, she's going to want as much control as Tommy does. So, you know, I think that that can lead to a lot of conflicts later on. Um, but yeah, I just liked seeing, you know, Tommy make these kind of decisions. He, he, it seemed like he played more of an active role in this episode, whereas in some of the episodes previously, it felt like he was more passive and that he was being outshined by the other characters. But in this one, he kind of stood out a bit more, you know, because of this idea that he had. Um, and yeah, it was cool to see as well that the chemist was she actually is like she's she's fully in the mix now and um the whole bonding she did with Liliana and everything and now you know she's on board, like she wants to be part of the team now, it seems like. So uh, I liked, you know, how how they played on that as well and her going on the date and Lidiana having to follow her and everything, like and that was funny because I thought Lidiana was just going to be like sitting across the room watching or something. I didn't know she was going to actually sit at the table, you know, during the date. Like that's awkward as hell. But, but yeah, um, all of that was cool to see. Um, so the 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 mount the, there's there's a mounting tension that has been brewing between Diamond and Jannard, and we're starting to really see that peak now. Um, you know, there, there was two things. So there was the, uh, you know, there was obviously the, the Gary Indiana, uh, which is named after me, by the way, you know, so that, that, that city is, it's my city, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> um, Jannard obviously chose to, he chose to, um, go behind Diamond's back and make that move, you know, after they, they, they'd already discussed it and Diamond wasn't fond of the idea, but they decided to do it anyway behind his back. Um, and of course, you know, Jannard met with Freddie Gibbs, um, who is from Indiana in real life, by the way. So I guess that's why they hired him for this role, because that is his C. Um, so, yeah, like, you know, <laughs> and that that eye was crazy. Like, I don't know what they're doing with that eye. Uh, me, me and Rich was talking about that. Like, that eye looks very creepy. Um, <laughs> you think you think so, too, Dana? I see that face you made. <laughs> I'm just saying certain things you cannot say. What? What? Crazy? You can't say crazy. I'm just saying. Oh. Certain things you cannot say. Is oh, that his eye eye? No, it's not his real eye. It's not his real eye. They, That's they, not his eye at all. No, they added that. You know, it's. Like, I confused him with. Okay, so I know nothing about music or the the industry. I confused him with the Fetty Wap. Oh yeah, nah, nah, yeah, they're, they're different. Okay, oh, then yeah. yeah, that 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 was that was a that was a very good prosthetic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was safe, you know. Uh, oh, I don't know. <laughs> well, he's a veteran. You can't say anything about veterans. Come on, man. I watch my mouth. I, you know, I'm British. I got a potty mouth. We, we speak from the heart, so I'm sorry. But, um, but yeah, uh, yeah, uh, it was interesting seeing Freddie Gibbs in there, of course. But yeah, the, the whole thing about Jannard, um, you know, that that was just one thing. And then you also had the Dahlia because, you know, he, he got to sample Dahlia at the club, you know, that Rich owns. Um, and, uh, you know, he was obviously, when, once he tried it, he wanted in on it instantly. You know, he wants to be a part of it. He wants to find out who's making it. He wants to sell it and take over the city with it. So he brought it to Diamond 
And of course, once again, they end up arguing over this. They end up disagreeing. And Diamond doesn't want to be a part of something he doesn't know about or understand or can't predict. Um, except he then goes and asks Tommy about it anyway, you know, uh, which is interesting. <laughs> but um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. But but yeah, um, there's clearly a lot of tension between these two brothers. And I think it's starting to reach a breaking point. And I'm I'm wondering what is going to be the full extent of this, uh, you know, this beef that ends up brewing between them. Um, you know, is, is it going to lead to violence? Is it going to lead to a separation in the crew? Um, you know, I want to see how far it's going to go, you know, uh, because there is a lot of animosity there. And Jannard clearly wants to do things his way and Diamond wants to do things his way as well. So, um, yeah, that the, this episode showed that, you know, we, I think we, we, we're kind of reaching that point where we kind of have to see the payoff of this, you know, within the next few episodes. So um, I can't wait to see what happens there. Um, and then, you know, DMAC. DMAC fighting with his friend. What's his name? Marshall, I think. Yeah, Marshall. So um, him fighting with his friend, that makes me really believe that somebody is either going to get hurt or killed uh, very soon. Because, um, you know, uh, there was also a, a part in that scene where uh, Marshall specifically mentions the jazz club. Like the fact that he specifically mentioned it it makes me think, okay, is he going to go back there? You know, is he going to go and cause some trouble there? Um, or, you know, maybe DMAC follows Tommy there and then Marshall is following DMAC and then he just ends up, you know, um, coming out and shooting everybody. And, you know, maybe JP gets hit in that scenario. What was you going to say, Rich? Can I just make a comment? Um, isn't Marshall a little bit too young to be up in the club like that? <laughs> yes. these guys are teenagers right well so why the hell is he in the club messing around with the older women and drinking that's a little ridiculous that they, they would even let him into the club janard must have some clout or something he you has know? connections the, the yeah, yeah. that's what it is yes yeah, it's connections that's what it is yeah so. but 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 i'm just gonna say he had absolutely no chance trying to talk to that older woman i don't know what the hell he was thinking <laughs> yeah, continue. I thought it was cute. It was the cutest thing <laughs> ever. It, he had a he got one line in, and the girl was like, "Hey, that was cute." Yep, and then and then and then right after that, uh, my other good friend Barton Fitzpatrick ended up getting the girl. So it is what oh. it is. <laughs> yeah, uh, you, you know, um, Marshall's going through puberty, puberty, man. He had to, he had to try something, you know. So, <laughs> but he tried and failed. You know, he'll try again soon, but. But yeah, uh, that would it, that was very interesting though. The fact that him and DMAC are are fighting, like it just makes it makes me think more and more that you know something is going to happen to probably you know his father. Um, so yeah, um, I, I, at this point, I don't think JP will die this season. Like just because it seems like they're setting up a lot of different things with the character, like they're setting up a K angle, they're setting up him possibly getting involved with drugs. And, you know, it just seems like they're setting up a lot of stuff. So I don't think he'll die, but he could get shot and injured or something. So go ahead. La la last point I want to make. I, I, I know these, this is your takeaways, but you're saying a lot of great stuff. I, I feel like I, I want to jump in and say a quick thing. Yeah. Uh, JP may not die. His father could die. Oh, yeah. yeah. Him and his father own that club. So let's mm. definitely that that'll be somebody that'll be very interesting development for sure. Yeah, that could be that could be mm -hmm. something. Yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe they both get shot up in a car or something together, and you know JP gets shot and his father dies. You know. Mm-hmm. So. And I think Dana was going. Dana was going to say something. I think I was going to say something, and then I realized it was stupid. It was to like, oh, Kate will blame him, but then I'm like, no, that doesn't make any sense because she won't even acknowledge him. She she won't oh. acknowledge him, but if, if something happens to the the father, I wonder if she would be back. But I don't know. We don't know how deep her relationship was with him because I, I I don't know. Yeah, yeah, we we, we uh, I got a question about her, so. We'll, 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 uh, we'll definitely touch on that a bit more. Um, but yeah, so other than that, uh, yeah, so now that Lauren has successfully made that street version of Dahlia, um, I'm trying to think of what Tommy's next play could be. So, like, the obvious thing would be for him to go back to the Avengers, you know, Diamond, Vic, Janard, and and be like, look, I'm behind this new drug. I need to, you know, I need distribution. I need to get this spread throughout the city. So can you guys, you know, can we get the Avengers back together and can we continue to sell this product? You know, that would be the obvious thing for him to do. But I'm wondering, you know, because we still haven't seen anything about the Yardies. We've seen them be mentioned. We've seen some lower level grunts that they had in, in an earlier episode, but we haven't seen who the actual you know, Yardi teams are. So maybe he might go to them first and we finally see, you know, who's behind that that crew. Uh, because he might not be ready to let everyone know that he's behind Dahlia yet. Um, and I guess another option he has is to send Liliana, like maybe, you know, if, if he doesn't want his face on, on the product, you know, he could send Liliana or somebody else to kind of reach out to those other people um, if he doesn't want them to know. But also, the conversation he had with Diamond, like, the way Tommy was looking at him, it made me think that maybe he'll change his mind and let Diamond know um, eventually. Like, maybe he'll he'll come clean and let him know that it is his product, and maybe he'll decide to cut him in, and maybe this leads to Diamond and Janard, like, separating or something like maybe diamond does it on his own you know it could be or or maybe he partners up with tommy's crew like maybe he gets brought into the mix somehow um but yeah like there's there's several um interesting possibilities there with with the street version because now that they've got the street version they're gonna need a way to sell it you know to get rid of it and you know make that money so who is he gonna approach you know he's gonna have to approach someone at this point. So that's going to be interesting to see in episode eight, I think. Um, but yeah, um, as far as criticisms go, um, I didn't enjoy this episode as much as last week's episode. Um, and I agree with some of the things Richard was saying, um, sp- uh, specifically about Gloria and, and Adrienne. Now, let, let me just explain something about Adrienne, like about the problem I have, like because last week I was kind of intrigued by the character and the potential of the character, but now they've kind of taken it away a little bit because, you know, number one, they didn't go down the path that that uh, you, uh, Richard and Dana kind of uh, spoke about before, where maybe he's she's connected to the cop, the crooked cop, you know, um, and the fact that. It's it's literally just that she 
she's writing an article and I guess in her mind, she was writing an article about, you know, uh, ex-criminals being reformed. Um, and now her editor is telling her that it has to be just about Diamond. My thing is like, so you slept with him because you wanted to write about reform? Like, why was that necessary? Like, why did you have a crush on him? Like, why, why was it necessary to sleep with him for that? Like, you could have just told the truth and said, I'm a reporter. I'm writing about criminal reform. I would like to, you know, I'm, I was interested in, in talking to you about that. You know, why, why was it necessary to sleep with him? Then? Like, that, that's my thing. Um, and, you know, now that it, the, the, the report has to be about Diamond, so does that mean she's going to sleep with him even more now so she can find out even more? Like, I, I don't get it. Like, I don't get what's up with the character. Uh, so, uh, so I just want. Do you have a question about this later? There's something I, I want to say that I uh, that came to mind as you were talking. I don't know if I should say it now or wait until you have your question later. Uh, yeah, yeah, say it now. Okay. So, the only reason oh. I think this storyline works now with the whole thing about her having to investigate Diamond and they want to try to catch him. You know what? He, what is he doing now? What is he doing now? The only way I think that this is going to work now would be. If Diamond does, because he does have access to this new drug, you say she tries a drug, maybe she ODs and she dies. Now they have a direct connection to say he is behind this. That's the only reason I think that would work out in the storyline right now. Other than that, it's, it doesn't make any sense. That's all I just was going to say. Go ahead, Dana. Yeah, go ahead, Dana. Okay, so... Here's the thing. What happened was the what I think is the original story was to get that Pulitzer about the rise and fall and then rise and fall again of Diamond. But because she started getting feelings, getting all hot and bothered, and oh my gosh, and then Cheek started slapping. I think that's when she wanted to change it about reform because it doesn't make any sense, um, as Richard pointed out, for this to be about reform, but then you sleep with him. I think that even if he was to come up to Diamond and be like, hello, I'm a reporter from, I don't know, Hulame Halame's, um, and I want to do a story about you and police reform and how, you know, you've gotten out of jail, you've been in there for 15 years, what is your experience like? He might have been open to that. I mean, he, he came out there not with the mindset of, I want to go back and be a drug dealer. Even if you look at him now, he's being kind of cautious at how he moves. So I think if you would have said that, and then also the fact that there's a reporter that's now also watching me, it would have helped him get on the straight and narrow. So he would have been more adamant to say, yes, here's my story, and come and follow me. And I think that's originally what happened, but she started catching the feelings, and oh my God, emotions. And then now all of a sudden, it's like, no, it's about reform. I just want to say, hey, I guess breakfast does that to people. <laughs> I guess that's that's why breakfast is, is an important meal of the day. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. What you said uh, could be very much true, Dana. Uh, my my thing is like, there's going to be consequences. It's like, okay, so if she succeeds and she writes this article and puts it out, and Diamond sees it, you know, um, he's gonna, you know, he's gonna know that she's a reporter then, and then he's going to find her and be like, you know, why did you lie to me? Why didn't you tell me? So it's like, you know, what, I just don't understand why you wouldn't, you know, be open, right. you know, in that case. My oh. whole issue with this is that it's a storyline that could be a throwaway storyline. I don't know how this is going to play, play out, 
maybe how Richard says that, you know, she ODs and it ends up bringing him down and brings more spotlight on Dahlia, but just really just seems like this is not necessarily like this could have been easily for season two. But right now it seems like this show is trying to juggle everything at you all at once and it's dropping balls. The balls are falling. I agree with that for sure. Yeah. Like, 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 I think that in itself is a very interesting story. Like having a reporter be be a character. Like, I think that in itself is a very interesting concept. But it's just the implementation of this. I'm not feeling it at the moment. But you know, maybe they 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 maybe it's going it's, somewhere, and we just aren't seeing it. Yeah, I don't go know, it, it feels like you're trying to do everything. Remember with the wire, how each season had an actual theme that you followed. It seems like we're taking all of the themes and putting it all together. You know, here's a mafia family and here's a relationship with the guy. He's not growing a backbone and how you have that relationship and navigate and ties of your father and what's happening with the children. And then on top of that, we have, Oh, I just got released from prison. Am I going to be reformed or not? And then you have the brother storyline about brother versus brother. So it's just a lot of things that's fighting for attention and it's not being equal. So I think that what they did and what they have forth was a good idea. My problem is the execution. Exactly. Yeah. Like there, there's, there's definitely great themes here. It's just, I feel like they needed to pace things better because a lot of these things could have been left for later seasons. And the marketing is off because we all was like the Tommy show. And it's like, Tommy is like, again, he's not the main guy. If you really look at it. <laughs> I yeah, the like, Tommy show. I'm like, I'm kind of sad about this. Yeah, and, and you can argue that some of these supporting characters are more interesting than Tommy at the moment. You could make Ooh. that. Happen. Ooh, so. shots fired! Pew pew <laughs> pew. Yeah, but um, but yeah, that's pretty much you know my takeaways, my criticisms. Um, you know, it wasn't the worst episode, but it wasn't the best either. Um, so yeah. Uh, did it like okay one thing i will say as well because you guys mentioned the last scene like okay yeah i understand what dana was saying about the them getting high and stuff um and it was necessary to show you know because they made the new version of the drug that is true but i just feel like they shouldn't have ended on that they shouldn't have ended on that scene because it doesn't get me like they're about to take a break it doesn't get me excited for to come back to the show after that one week break like it doesn't get me excited at all. Like so, I feel like there could have been a better scene to end on. Um, but but yeah, that's just me. Uh, but yeah, go ahead. One of the things that was slightly—I'm the only one who seems to be interested in this—was the fact that Tommy and, and Liliana's relationship, how they're they're growing close together, and it's kind of really sweet. You can see that he genuinely trusts her. And it's just really nice. And here's the thing. I wonder because what we knew from the beginning with Liliana, originally Tommy was supposed to kill her, but it was Ghost who let her free. I wonder if that is going to be a full circle moment with Liliana and the chemist. I hate how they set up their, their relationship. I honestly, yes, you can say they played it for laughs by having her right there at the, um, the date. I did think that she would be like in the next booth and said she was right there. And it was weird. But that kind of weird forced 
chemistry that the show is kind of doing with her and have placing her in that kind of relationship, we know that the chemist has to die eventually. I wonder if it's going to be a pay it forward moment where it's Liliana who saves the chemist. Even though it seems like Liliana is the one who wants to kill the chemist. I don't know. I just want to say that's, that's a very good point. And to go to what you said about uh, liking the chemistry between Tommy and Liliana and how they are growing together. Well, we already know, as Kate says to her own son, anytime you get around anybody, things don't go well for you. So I expect that Liliana will get killed at some point. And that, because again, it follows this whole pattern of Tommy losing people around him. So unfortunately, that is going to happen. Uh, it will be very interesting if Claudia is the one that does that, because then that's when Claudia is the full heel that Gary spoke about last week. But we'll see what happens with that. But uh, uh, yeah. I, I have a. Lidiana question. Um, so we, we can get to that. Okay. One, more, one more thing, well, really, though. Yeah. What was interesting about with Tommy with the interaction between D Money Mac um, was the fact that he said, keep your guard up. Tommy's been kind of slipping. And I just don't mean like people running up and ambushing him. He's mm-hmm. letting his guard down just in general. If you look at the relationship between him and Liliana, um, it's not the, uh, the Tommy that we knew before Ghost died. Yep. seems to be more of an emotional kind of Tommy. So I, I just wonder if that will come into play as well. Very good point. I think it will. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good point. Um, so, yeah, let me let me transition and then we can um, we can talk more about that Lidiana topic because, um, yeah, I did want to bring bring that up. So, uh, yeah, that was the takeaways. Um, just a friendly reminder, everyone, you know, if you're enjoying the conversation so far, if anything we've said has kind of sparked your imagination and you have a, a theory of your own, definitely drop that in the comments and, you know, make sure the most important thing is to, to is to hit that like button too. You know, it costs nothing to leave that that like. Um, and then, you know, you can also check out the channel, check out the content and consider subscribing and hitting the bell so you get notified also. Um, but yeah, uh, please, please do all that, you know, because it keeps us going. Um, so yeah, we're going to enter our questions and discussion segment now. Uh, there's a few things I definitely want to expand on. And since we're already on the topic of Liliana, I guess we'll start there. So um so you were talking about um you know before i get to the actual question i'll I'll just chime in on what you were talking about so you were talking about like uh you know the 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 relationship between tommy and liliana and you know the the, uh the rich you were saying claudia could potentially have some some kind of issue with liliana i could i could totally see that because it seems like there's the there's the kind of hint into it in little ways, like, you know, just like the, like the fact that there could be tension there between them because, you know, they have a group of four there now. Obviously, the chemist doesn't have say at the moment, but it's just the fact that they, they put so much emphasis on these four being behind the product. Um, and I think, you know, they, you know, they showed that Tommy had this big idea and Claudia didn't ac- actually agree. And there wasn't a big fight about it, but if this is something that continues to happen where people want to want to do things in their, their own uh, specific way, that is going to lead to some tension. Um, and yeah, I think, you know, the, 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 the uh, beef between Claudia and Liliana is extremely likely uh, rich. It seems like you want to jump in here. So 
So what was you going to say? Yeah, I just want to say, because you're right on, right at the topic. I want to make sure I say it before I forget. Yeah. Um, there's something very important that did happen in this episode. It, it was it was a bit of a hint, as you say, foreshadowing. Because you recall when Claudia had this whole idea, let's go after Vic. Let's have Vic try this drug so he can get a taste of what he's missing out on. Remember, Liliana is the one that picked up on that, and she warned Tommy, hey, watch out for that. And then that's what led to the scene where Tommy and JP met up in the club. And then he saw that Vic was in there basically getting high off the product. So Hmm. Liliana is already hinting to Tommy, watch out for Claudia. Claudia hasn't really picked up on that yet. When she does, then yeah, there's going to be some issues between her, those two characters. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're they're already like watching each other. And Hmm. then of course you had the incident where, um, because people were following Lydiana because of what Walt did last week when he shot up the Serbs, like they were that like he, he told his people to follow them. So, you know, to to protect them, I guess. But Tommy didn't want people lingering around where they're making Dahlia because he doesn't want people to find out. Um, so then, you know, Tommy ended up killing those guys. Um, so, you know, little things like that is is gonna build up, you know, to some kind of tension happening because they did argue over that too. Um so yeah, uh, and at this point, I think Tommy and Liliana have a stronger bond than you know Tommy and Claudia, as they're still kind of getting to know each other. But but that does lead me to my question here that I have for you two. Um, and the question is, you know, uh, we saw in an earlier episode, Liliana and Janard, you know, they had this this conversation, and Janard, even back then, he wanted Tommy out the way. And, you know, he offered to pay Liliana to, you know, to get rid of Tommy. And she has yet to relay this information to Tommy. Um, So, like, do you think there's a reason behind this? Like, did it just slip her mind? Did she think it wasn't important? Like, but to me, it sounds important if somebody wants, wants your partner dead. You know, to me, that sounds important. But. I don't know. Like, I guess some people think that, you know, maybe it, it wasn't important and Tommy should know that somebody's trying to kill him or whatever, but that seems pretty significant to me. So like, do you think there is a reason why she hasn't told him? Um, so hmm, who do I go to first here? Uh, Dana, what, what, what do you think about that? Cause I, I saw you making some faces. He already knows at this point it's mute. It's, you mean, but, the, when you have no, he knows. Remember when when D Mac money? No, here it's a thing. When D Mac money was like, you know, someone's out there. He knew it was Jannard. He's not stupid. Jannard has been very vocal about his dislike for him. So this is not anything that's new. Um, Tommy knows. I. It's not going to be Diamond. Diamond and him seem to have more of a better rapport. Jannard, like. Anytime Tommy breathes, Jannard is in the corner like, how dare he inhale? You know, so he knows. It's, 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 it, it, at this point, I think Tommy just seems to be distracted overall. But, you know, he has his little peepers out there and he knows that Jannard, you know, can't stand him. I mean, if he knows that the, the writers aren't showing us that he knows because it's like he. Well, you want him to go on a killing spree all of a no, sudden? No. They, you're not. If you kill him off, if Tommy's like, oh, I know, I'm going to go and retaliate and do a whole Proctor situation. Remember, this is about growth. 
So he can't be Proctor right now. I think Jannard's main issue is going to be with his brother Diamond. Like I said, there's too many things going on at once. And, and that's why I think you want Jannard with Tommy. But Tommy and Jannard right now are just, they're, they're like, their feud is like number four on the list. Right now, the huge focus is between Tommy and it's between Diamond and Jannard. And that is the main thing that they're going after right now. So for Tommy to go all Proctor on the situation, we're not going to have that showdown between Diamond and Jannard. And then that, to me, cheapens the show. Because you're setting up this whole Lion King moment, and instead we're going to end up like the wire where the five-year-old all of a sudden, pew, 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 and then he's dead. So here's why I think he doesn't know, because like when, when they had the problems with the Serbs, he specifically went to Diamond and asked him to get Jannard involved in, in that hit. And it's like, why would you do that? Because you're, you're, you're giving this guy a loaded weapon. and to, for him No, to no, here's the thing. When it's like if you look at the world right now, okay, we might be going into World War Three. When sometimes countries have to team up with each other that may not like each other or dissed each other in the past for the greater good of things. So at that moment, yes, you can say, Why would you tag with Jannard when Jannard hates you? Clearly, um. At this moment, the bigger issue, you both have a problem with the Serbs. The Serbs are going to come after both of you. So in order to nip that in the bud, you have to come together. And we've seen that before with the whole power universe. If you look at members of the Super Friends, when 50 Cent, when Kanan and Tommy and Ghost were all trying to kill each other, they had to team up together in order to take out a much bigger threat. So with this, I felt that was more of the case. That was more of the more pressing issue. And then later on, we can go back to fighting. Well, even during the wars, friendly fire was a big thing. Like, people were, like, killing you're, you're, people in their own squad. Okay, here's the thing. You have a brother. So siblings fight, right? But if I was to come and start attacking your brother, you would come and beat me along with your brother. Because that's your brother. The, but that's blood. Like, him and, like, Tommy and Janard on blood. Oh, my God. You're purposely purposely stating you don't get the point in order for your point to not make any sense. No. No, you understand what I'm saying. You have to basically form an ally. You have to form an ally in order to... The enemy of my enemy is also my enemy with the enemies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll let the, the, the listeners chime in. You know, um, it's okay to disagree here. We can agree to disagree. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just stating facts. I don't think he knows, but, you know. He knows. What what do you think, though, Rich? Chime in. Well, to be quite honest, I I think that the question you asked, to me, it exposed another flaw with this episode. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I got to say this. Um, So D-Mac warns Tommy earlier in the episode that somebody's, you know, keep his guard up. Somebody's probably coming after him. And Tommy makes the question, oh, what is it? Is it Diamond or Jannard that's coming after me? Okay. Here's the thing. Why later in this episode, when he meets up with Diamond, he doesn't say, oh, so I hear something's up. Somebody in your crew is coming after me. You don't tell everybody what you know. But but see, that right there is important because, Gary, you said just a little while ago, oh, what if, you know, Tommy considers working with Diamond? I think he would consider working with him. But now you have to question, 
well, what's going on? Why am I getting warned by DMAC to watch my back? Is somebody working for Diamond has beef with me? That's why I question why didn't he plant that seed? Because that would have started the doubt of Diamond wondering what's going on with Gennard. Uh, is he behind this? And that didn't happen in this episode. So it makes me curious what's going to happen. Because I think what you asked question, the question you asked, Gary, was a very good question about why Liliana hasn't said anything yet. Maybe Liliana, obviously, she likes working with Tommy. They have a good thing going. They're all about business right now. So she doesn't feel the need to say anything. But it does beg the question of why didn't Tommy say anything to Diamond when he met up with him at that point in time to create doubt in what's happening between Diamond and Gennard. So something must be happening. And I think that she is going to eventually say something to Tommy about this later, but she didn't say nothing yet. So, but I don't, I think right now she's focused on business. So she doesn't feel the need to say anything to him related, worrying about Gennard, but that's going, that might change later. We have to see what happens. So, so here's where you are right a little bit, Dana. Cause, cause yeah, like t- Tommy, Tommy knows that there's going to be people after him because when you're in the streets, that's the thing. People are going to be jealous. They're going to be envious. There's going mm-hmm. to be people who want you dead that you don't know. So he, sure, he knows that, but he doesn't know it specifically, Janard, in my opinion. Like, that, that's that's all I'm saying. He doesn't know it's specifically him. He knows it's Janard. He, you can feel that he knows it's Janard. Somebody always angry looking at you and mean mugging you in the corner. And even the response, oh, Gennard. He but, knows. Uh, the thing, okay, so when, when Gennard came in the truck and shot them up, he would have known it was him then. Like when Yeah, he, well, I guess he didn't know who that was. Nobody when, knew who that was. But I will, I will say this. Whoever it was, was so whoever it was, they obviously got Merkovic shook. Because that character is nowhere on this episode. He still <laughs> is out off somewhere in, you know, trying to get ready to come back. So he obviously was scared with that drive-by. Yeah. <laughs> it was a tacky drive-by. Yeah, I don't know. But but like so just to address the question more directly, is do you think there is like a specific reason why she didn't say it? Or like why uh, she hasn't said she it? Busy. I mm-hmm. think Right now, she wants to see how this business thing plays out. I think if Tommy was to take more of an interest in having to build and building something with Claudia, then Liliana would reconsider. But I think right now, her, her bond with Tommy is strong, so she's not really trying to complicate that. I don't really know what the other reasoning is. It still feels to me like, even though Dana's not going to want to hear this, it, no. still feel, it still feels to me like there's going to be another interaction between Liliana and Gennard. I mean, I don't think that, I think those characters will interact again. Now, I'm not saying they're going to hook up. I'm saying there's going to probably be another interaction between those two. Um, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, I, I think so, too. Otherwise, they wouldn't have planted that seed in the first place, I think. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. as long as no one, she's not going to sleep with anyone. She doesn't have to sleep with him, but yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't have to do that. It's just all business. I don't think she cares. And the whole thing with Tommy, remember, they were trying to kill each other in the very beginning. And yes, you could say that their relationship is slowly evolving, but then you can even still make the argument that, you know, other people I, trying to, yep. I, I just want to say one, one correction, Dana. This is power. Nothing is ever slow, it's always fast. Because the episode, episode two, 
Liliana and Tommy fighting each other by episode three and four. Oh, we're partners now. So see, they were they work real fast. See, you show. learn this through wrestling. Remember, <laughs> anytime you have a feud, the next day we friends. Yep. Mm-hmm. Remember, Big Boss Man and the whole situation with the Big Show. Yes. Drag that yes. man's grandfather out of the grave, and the next right. thing they teaming up. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. There you go. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. So, <laughs> sidetrack. So, I'm just simply saying that I don't, right now, what Jannard has, what everyone is doing is just a lot at this time. And so, yeah, you can think, you know, Pookie is trying to kill me in the back. But at the, at the meantime, am I going to be stuck worrying about Pookie this whole time? Or am I going to go out there and make my money? Because no matter at the end of the day, even if you never had a Jannard in the picture, there's always going to be a Jannard. But you have to still I, keep doing you. And like I said, because there's so many storylines, I would prefer brother and brother deal with their situation because that just yeah. cuts out what we want as as fans by having Tommy go all proctor on the situation. And and, and, and one, one last point I will make uh, for you, Gary, to try to answer your question also again. Mm-hmm. I personally think that this whole storyline between the beef between Jannard and Tommy this is a story for season two, as was as I believe Dana mentioned. Tommy or you, I think it would be both of y'all mentioned. Tommy may end up working with Diamond. That may lead to a split, and then it's going to be a conflict because then he's going to find out. Oh, Jannard is the one that's been trying to come after and kill me. Now I don't, I, I can't really do nothing because I'm working with Diamond. He is now working with me as well. It's going to be bad for business if I do something to Jannard because. I'm working with Diamond. That's probably a storyline for season two. That's the one thing I could think of because they only have three episodes left in the season. So I kind of feel like they have a lot of things going on on the show now, as Dana said. So that's probably something that they're going to prolong into season two. But we'll have to see. I don't don't know what their plan is. Yeah. Yeah, that's a plan. I think they're they're definitely uh, setting, setting this whole thing up. And, um, and that's the red herring also, because remember the whole situation with Dre and Dre at the end, what, he was set on fire by a prisoner. <laughs> Nobody forgot about Dre. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I, I definitely, I think Dana was alluding to this, but I think that Liliana, it, she could be keeping her options open. Like she, she might be, you know, one of those people who don't, who doesn't get carried doesn't get led by her feelings and her her partnerships so like maybe although she's teaming with tommy maybe her you know she's not married to the 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 situation you know maybe her soul isn't married to the situation and she's keeping her options open to maybe work with other people if another opportunity comes by so maybe that's why she didn't tell him Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah that could be a thing and remember Uh, she originally started out just trying to survive and if you look at the chemist, the chemist is not a part of the team. The chemist is dragged there against her own will, where she's just trying to survive. So she's putting on that happy face and, yay, let's go. I did it, guys. Please don't kill me. That's all she's trying to do. Every, they're just all trying to survive. Liliana is like, hey, let me go on. What This whole thing could be an act. And at the end of the day, it's Liliana who ends up trying to face off against Tommy. Because yeah. at the very beginning, it was Tommy who was gun and trying to kill her. Hey, remember what Tommy said? You ain't going nowhere. You working with me. There you go. Nobody you asked. You ain't going nowhere. Yeah. No one said, pretty please, can you come? We can make <laughs> money together. It'll be fun. Yep. 
no. Remember, Liliana attacked him originally because she thought he was trying to kill her. And then later on, he came back and attacked her. And literally, <laughs> if if you look at it this way, if he never found the drugs, he she would have dead. But she would have been dead. Yeah. She just happened to live just by pure circumstance. Mm-hmm. And and I also think that like they could do the typical power thing, and she could casually mention it later on, you know, just in a conversation, like, "Oh yeah, by the way, Janard, uh, he 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 paid me to kill you." Um, so she, it, it could still happen. And they he'll could. be like, yeah, no. Did you take the money? What's going on? <laughs> to us, it seems like that's an urgent thing. Like, you should tell him immediately. But, like, maybe it'll just come out as, like, a casual, you know, oh, yeah, I just remembered, you know. Could be something like that. Everyone will have dinner together, and that's how it'll come out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, Which, by yeah. the way, could I just simply say that further made me hate more of that glorious storyline because I was expecting Sunday dinner. Yep. And now we are robbed of the dinner. Yeah, no dinner. So I hope she was kidnapped. So let's go there next time. Since you... There you go. <laughs> so that's the next question. Well, basically, this is an easy question. It was going to be what do you think of Gloria being missing? Uh, we already kind of touched on it a little bit, so we don't have to stay here too long. But um, Richard, did you have like any more thoughts on you know why 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 was she missing this episode? Like what what could it be? Is it really you know what she wrote in that text that she just fed up you know Vic and and everything? Or do you think there's more to this? I think Dana provided a very good answer to this question, and I I'm hoping that she is correct in that something happened to Gloria. She was kidnapped or whatever, because to me it just doesn't make sense how. You have something traumatic as that event that happened in the last episode. Now, yes, we can say that she knows how to use a weapon. Maybe she was trained in the army, whatever. It's it's all good. But what I'm saying is that after that happened, it's, it, would, it should expose in the relationship. Vic hasn't been honest about the type of business that he's been involved in and how it has escalated to this level with the uh, now people trying to kill you and stuff like that. I think that's kind of important that you should tell someone who could be your future wife. Uh, so the fact that that happened and she could have got taken out or Vic could have got taken out. I could have, I see the character making a decision to leave for that reason. But the fact that that was not said in the message, it could be what Dana said. So I'm hoping that's what it is. Oh, uh, cause if, cause if it's not that, and there's something else that doesn't make any sense. Oh, I will have a lot to say about that the next time we address Gloria, but I will say this. I'm disappointed that they haven't really done much with the character. The way they portray the character as she is deserving of all of these things. She's messing around with Tommy, but yet, and Vic decides, well, let me go get this land. Let me go buy a house. I mean, she needs these things to feel, you know, to feel like she's wanted. And the thing is, I'm thinking to myself, it's like they're going above and beyond for her. But as as someone watching the show, I'm not really convinced that I really care about the character that much at all. Because you haven't really shown me any reason to make her care. Obviously, she's stuck in a tight, tight, tight situation with the Flins, the bar that she owns. And that's another thing, by the way. Oh, I'm going to leave, but I'm going to leave the bar, leave the debt, all this other stuff behind. Just it, That's why I say something had, has had to have happened to the character, as Dana alluded to. But um, again, they haven't really given me a reason to care about the character. Yes, the actress is, the actress is gorgeous, all right? We can say that. But the, I have not really been impressed with what I've seen with, their, with them, what they've done with her on the show yet. So we'll see what happens. But um, I don't have high hopes for that. As I said, the more interesting storyline is the CBI right now, in my personal opinion. But that's my thoughts. 
Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I'm not very impressed with uh, you know, what they've done with the character, and that's why I wish they would have slowed the plot the plot down a bit more, so we can hone in on the characters more and get to know them and build them up some more. But yeah, um, I I agree that uh, you know, it feels weird that she just up and and vanishes you know, like that with, and leaving behind all our responsibilities with the bar and everything. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, like what Dana said earlier, if she's kidnapped, I think that would make sense a lot. You know, if maybe the Serbs caught up to her, you know, they were like, oh, that's, that's that chick that was shooting us with the Afro. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they, they picked her up. <laughs> so. Yep. Or, 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 or as Dana alluded to, uh, somebody in Walter's crew, Polly or somebody, That'd be quite the uh, betrayal, but uh, not really, because Walter made it clear he don't like uh, her being around Vic. But we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, but they know. She's dead. dead. Uh Uh-oh. Can you hear me? Lauren. Really? I think they Laurent her. (laughs) No, I honestly think they Laurent her. Nothing about this whole concept makes sense. Remember previously we got, here's the house, and look, overlooking, that's where our children will play. And, and, you know, even though she was the one who had to start shooting, and he was on the floor screaming like a child, um, it seemed like it left off on a hopeful note. And but then it was that conversation that Walter and Paulie have. And remember, Paulie was the one who had the pictures where he went and he explained, you know, this is what's going on. And he was like, Oh, um, if you take, you know, if, if you the way how you're acting, he's going to leave you because he's going to choose her over him, over the dad. What better way to finalize this whole situation? Because let's face it this was the the point the part of the the episode or the even the season where it was just dragging we have to wait for you to become a man and wait for you to say no what better way to solidify one walter's strength and to really push victor in the corner by killing gloria she gone she is dead and where is that story gonna go anyway if she if she if she's alive Oh, yay, I'm now with Glory. I got the woman that I love, and I'm running my own little side business thing. Yeah, that's cute, but for dramatical purposes, she's dead. And then to find out that your dad is the one who ordered that murder. Yay. I'll tell you what. You know what what to me would be a a very interesting development, although it doesn't seem likely? If not Walter did it, but Claudia did it. But guess uh, what? Bah. Yeah, but but guess what? We this episode we saw she was very busy. So no, that actually <laughs> makes the most sense. Oh, I like that. And remember, she's gotten used to burying people in the woods. Remember it's yep. that same woods. And remember at the end of this episode, I forgot what happened, but it was basically you're burying. You, you he let Tommy left her to go bury. There was the two guys. It was the two security guys. That, that he didn't understand what was going on and it was Walter's guys. And remember, he left her to go and bury the two guys by herself. And it really didn't seem like she was, she was like really upset or like, I don't know how to do it. It seemed like something that she was like, okay. And she manned up at that point and she did it. I think she already took care of Claudia because she was the one who's like, here's the money. Here's the deed. Everything we know. And she's like, no, I'm not leaving. And she was the one who can, can get her out. Well, if Take that happened. 
Uh-huh. If that happened, then uh, and that's then this is uh, Gary's theory about uh, her becoming a uh, ruthless character. She's more ruthless than her own father. Well, yeah, she had to sit <laughs> and learn in secret. Yeah. So she can be more ruthless and she knows what more to do. But is it, I wanted to tackle something really quickly um, before that. And just to go back to Liliana for a second. In the previous episodes, um, uh, Tommy said... Um, every time Ghost left someone alive out of his generosity, it came back to bite us in the ass. And I feel that Liliana is that bite. She's the one who's going to actually betray Tommy. And I don't even, I don't think this has anything to do with Gennard. I think just in general, she's the one who's going to actually betray Tommy because he said that. And it carried on throughout the whole power universe. And I think she is the one who is the one who's the one you should, I'm saying the one a lot, but is the person you should look out for. Not anyone else. Between her and Claudia, and her and Claudia as a team, yay! But they don't like each other right now. Yeah, I mean, that 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 quote is true because, you know, uh, Ghost let, let Dre live many times and he was a nuisance all throughout power. And uh, he let Kanan live um, unintentionally. And, you know, Kanan was always backstabbing him or, you know, um, even when they made up, he was like, you know, he was like one episode away from backstabbing them or something like that. So, you know, um, yeah, that, that quote was very true. So this is why the chemist has to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because that, that would be someone they let live, you know. So um and it just plays into that name as well, outrunning a ghost, you know, it plays into that name even more. So <laughs> you know, all of these things are still following him, still haunting him. So that that's a very interesting theory. Um but yeah, so uh let's keep moving here. So um I'm going to ask the Actually, I'll save the fan question for last. Um, so the next question, I guess, is um, do you think that Kate could possibly return? And if she returns, do you see her being like a full-time character in the show? Like maybe she comes back, they play happy families again, you know? Because um, it seems like JP, he's really setting this whole thing up with, with Kate. He wants, you know, he wants to make contact with her. Um, and of course, there's some history with his father there too. So, do you think they're potentially setting up a return for that character? Um, and if they are, is it just going to be one episode and she's out again, or could you see her maybe being a big, big part of season two? Maybe. Um, so, uh, who should I go to first? You're both making faces, kind of. So, um, <laughs> so, um, what do you think, Dana? First of all, this is when I finally get my family dinner. So I'm very excited for this. But I want her to come to start dropping some bombs and then leave. That's all I want. And she could drop some big bombs as well. Like she could say stuff about Tommy, about you know, Tommy JP. with the whole JP situation, the dads, because they they have yeah, the dads, both of them. Um also remember her mother is is had a stroke. That's the reason why she's still up in the hospital. She's not dead. She's alive. But she's in that um the thingy, which you put the playing in with the people. Uh, so, yeah, the home. So yeah. that whole situation can come into play there. Um, but I'm I'm very, very much wanting to know what's going on with why are the kids not raised together. 
Because remember how he said, oh, she cut the umbilical cord and left. What happened if she didn't? What happened if the dad was actually a tyrant? And 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 what maybe if he's not the actual baby daddy? We don't know what's really going on with the situation. So I want my dinner and then she can go. I, there's no reason for her to be a permanent staple in this show. Okay. Yeah, um, I definitely feel like we're owed an appearance for her, whether it's long term or not. Uh, just because it also, you know, going back to the, this reoccurring thing, is is another, you know, uh, go outrunning ghost thing because we know that Kate was she loved Ghost pretty much, like she loved him like like he was hers, you know, like she she loved him like he was it was her first son, like basically. Um, so, and he left her some money or whatever, you know, in, in his, uh, in his will. So she has that love for, for ghost and that annoys Tommy, I think. So I think it will be another, it will play into the theme as well of Tommy trying to leave behind that past, but ghost always haunting him and coming back, you know? So I think it would be great for, for, for Kate to return, uh, just because of that. And then also like Dana, you just mentioned, um, you know, her Tom, Tommy's grandma, she's still alive. So there's still that there. Like, you know, why wouldn't you come back to, to see your mother if she's, you know, if she's about to die, about to die, maybe, um, you know, or maybe she does die and then she has to come back, you know? So um, there's that in the mix as well. But Rich, do you have any thoughts on this? Yeah. Uh, I think those are great points. I think, um, I kind of feel like as a fan watching the show, you 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 are you deserve answers on why Kate lied about the grandmother still being alive and why she abandoned JP. So I kind of feel like she needs to come back, even if it's for a short period of time. And as and let me also add this point in here as well. We know that Tommy doesn't really like Kate because of she lied all this other stuff. But the reality of the situation is that Tommy is in very, very deep water right now because you still have Merkovich, who still wants him dead. I kind of feel like when she comes back, if she is coming back in the middle of all of this, and let's say that they decide to attack Tommy where he's at, I kind of think he's going to still be want to protect his mom, make sure she doesn't get killed. He doesn't mm. like her. But, I mean, I kind of feel like he would definitely want to if you felt as though something happened where they take a shot at her or whatever, you're still going to be trying to, you don't want that to happen to her. I kind of feel like that would kick in because again, it's still his mom. Yes. They have a bad relationship. I just don't think he would want her to die. Like he can say, Oh yeah, she should die. I don't, but if she physically was to die, I think that would still mess him up to a degree. Um, But again, we'll see. But I think the main thing here is that I know y'all made comments earlier in this episode about yes, the fact that, uh, uh, you you mentioned the name of the other character earlier, Gary, uh, D-Match Friend. Um, you mentioned that he can do an attack, yes, but let's not rule out the Serbs because Merkovich is going to return before this season is over. And again, we have to look at the fact that Tommy killed a lot of Serbs and he had Vic's help to kill a lot of Serbs. Yet they, yet at, at the end of the day, they still have killed more people than Merkovich has. So Merkovich has to get a kill again. Is what I'm saying. And something that means something to Tommy. So we'll see what happens for sure. But um, 
yeah, Tommy has a lot of things that he needs to worry about. So he definitely needs to keep his guard up. Oh, yeah. There's so many possibilities like swirling around in my head. But go ahead, Dana. You I'm okay with Kate dying. Um, I don't think it'll. I don't think it'll happen because just in general, it doesn't serve the, this the story. Um, but yeah, nah. Like Kate has been crossing the line for a while now. Like she's wearing out a welcome, just in general, especially with being a mom. She sucks. Um, but there's no reason for her to die. I just think that she, for the betterment of everyone, it's would be good if we got her side of the story. But that may not always be true. There's a lot of times where we don't get that other side of someone's story, especially a parent. And if she's so stuck in her ways, maybe she doesn't want to explain anything. Maybe she'll pretend, I don't know what you're talking about, and leave or hang up or avoid things. And the way how Tommy is, he doesn't really want those answers. So it'll be interesting if it's JP who seeks her out. And maybe he will leave and go to Queens with it. She's in Queens, right? I'm not sure. But maybe she, he will go in and physically seek her out. Um, but it'll be very interesting either way. And then I I just I just feel that it would be nice for her to answer some questions. But again, we don't always get that answer. So it can just go either way. But there's no reason for her to be a long-term character on the show. She has nothing really to do aside from drop her truth and grow and ask for money. Well, she, she's got money now, don't she? Unless yeah, but we don't know what she did with all of the money. Maybe she spent it all, and then she's going to ask for more money. Yeah, that could she be. doesn't look like someone who invests in things. No, we, we, we know she had a drug habit because she used to do drugs with Tommy. So, I mean. There you yeah. go. So, the money is gone. You give someone all that money. Woo! I'm hanging out the window. Yeah. And, and another thing I thought of is I don't know how soon the DMAX stuff is going to catch up with uh, JP, but I do feel like if Tommy keeps um, keeping him out of the the drug business, because he obviously wants to be a part of it, Um, but if he keeps denying him that, I think eventually he is going to reach out to Kate, because, you know, um, he he seemed desperate in this episode. Yeah. Uh, Oh. And I was going to say, I'm glad you brought that up. I was thinking about that also. Um, mm-hmm. that, 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 that is the reason where Tommy can get his way. If he says, I don't want to be around Kate. I don't want her involved. Okay, JP says, okay, well then, that's fine. Then you need to bring me in and let me help you with this stuff. So that's the ultimatum he would give him. I thought he kind of already agreed to give him something. No. No. He, he well, I mean, I don't recall that. He he just doesn't want him getting involved because there's too much happening. He's too eager. You know, he's dying. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm sad, but you set your own stuff up. You know, he's dying. Something's gonna happen. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I feel like when they made the comment in the previous episode, yes, he's done this stuff before. There's a lot of stuff that we still don't know about the character. So I kind of feel like they're saving something for like a later reveal that's something that he does, or maybe he actually does know how to shoot or whatever. I mean, there has to be some type of secret that he is having because we, we we don't know anything about his past. Yes, he sold stuff in before. before. They didn't really go into that for a reason. So I, I'm curious to know what that's all about. 
I don't think it was drug related. If it was, it most weed. But I think it was more of like, he seems more like a blue collar crime. or What is it? White. I'm not sure of the colors. But something maybe with the club involving payments, maybe bouncing some checks. Yeah, I mean, he, he yeah, maybe I remember he said, hey, you know, you could use my club to clean the money. He mm-hmm. did make that comment to Tommy in this episode. But um, I'm pretty yeah. sure he has a skill that Tommy would need. But they haven't really alluded to what that is yet. So we have to see what it is that uh, – because they are eventually going to work together. I mean, that's inevitable. Mm -hmm. But again, the problem here, the fact that Tommy has this target on his back and he's always around JP, It's that's why I say eventually he's going to be pushed into this. It's just a matter of what's going to happen. It's going to be that somebody gets killed, maybe his father or somebody gets killed, and then that pushes him into this. I mean, we'll have to see what that is all about. But you look at it, JP also has a target on his back. He's the one who really doesn't know anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't. That's the innocent bystander, you say, that can get killed at any so moment. So nine. Somebody's <laughs> dying. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Mm-hmm. Possible. Yeah. Yeah. They, they could also do a typical thing here and be like, okay, we got the street version of Dahlia. We need a place to distribute this. So um, I'm going to buy this club and, and JP, you run it, you know, and, and he becomes like the new ghost. Basically. Yeah, now he's going to have to wear suits in every, every episode. Yep. <laughs> That'd be funny. I like how everyone has learned from Ghost is now finally applying it. You had Tommy in his suit. You have Tariq running around with his suits and his court cases. So yeah. it's all paying off. They're all in the ghost of Tommy. I, well, I, I just want to say I would love to see that happen, though. I would love to see him turn into ghosts because we know that the character is very crazy when people approach him crazy. Like when his son approached him crazy a couple episodes, like, yeah, what you going to do? What are you what are you prepared to do? What do you think you about to do? I'm going to bash like your soul in. It felt like yeah. one of those old man stances. Yeah. <laughs> Come on now, boy. I'm with you, boy. <laughs> Come on, boy. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's funny. That's funny. But yeah, um, so yeah, just one more question, fan mm-hmm. question here. Um, so uh, the, the person's name is Jabari, and they hit us on our Instagram account. So you know, go follow us on Instagram. It's Powercast Show. Um, but yeah, he has a theory, and he just wants to basically, um, you know, ask what we think about it. So his theory is, um, he says, you know, in, like to quote him. I think Tommy's nephew will join him, meaning he will join Tommy, and JP will get clipped on episode eight, so he'll he'll die, and DMAC will want revenge. What do you think? So he thinks that DMAC is gonna join Tommy, you know, and mm-hmm. what he's doing, and JP is gonna end up dying, and DMAC is gonna want revenge against whoever ends up killing, you know, his father. <laughs> So that, you know, that plays into what we've been talking about. So, so uh, let, let, let me know what you think. Go ahead, Rich. You're unmuted. Let me start by saying uh, thank you for the question, Jabari. I'm glad that you survived uh, Power Book 2, even though, you know, did, it did not look like it was a good outcome for you on the show. <laughs> but, yeah, I appreciate the comment. That's a very excellent point because the DMAC character – I kind of feel like it, it would be a waste to kill off the character so quickly on the show 
you know, we, Dana mentioned that there could be some innocent people that get killed. We already know D-Mac is going to have beef with his with his friend now. So that's a guarantee. So for that to escalate, something has to happen. That friend has to do something to him, whether it's him or someone in the family. So um, I could definitely see him wanting to uh, retaliate if something happens to his father. Um, and that'll be very interesting, I would say, because, again, I don't think that he's going to ever have a chance to really. Now, if this if that happens in episode eight, I will say this, though. I don't think that him and his father are going to ever have a reconciliation moment because that's literally like two episodes from now. And that'll make it even more tragic, actually. So um, I think that'll be a great way to really introduce this. And again, it's also interesting because we know that DMAC was working with Jannard. Um, Jannard essentially would become an enemy to them as well. So I will be very curious to see how that dynamic works. So that's a very good theory. Um, I look forward to seeing if that happens. Although I will say I will be a little disappointed because I'm hoping that there is more to the JP character that we haven't seen yet. But um, I like that theory. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess it's a good theory because DMAC is young. So it's like he he has a lot of potential in the future of this show. If this show continues, like there's a lot he could do, I guess. Um, so if he joins Tommy, there could be, you know, a lot of... Uh, it could be a lot that they could do with that story of him raising his nephew and, um, you know, trying to help him, trying to make sure, you know, he doesn't end up dead and stuff like that. So go ahead. And I, I just want to add another point. Why that is such a great theory. Mm. J, JP is the reason why Tommy is still in Chicago. This entire season, the, all the money he's making, it's to give him a reason to stay there and do what he can to help him out. So it would be very quite fitting if JP did get killed. Because then it's like you, now it will take away the whole dynamic of well, why, why is Tommy still here? And then you bring the nephew into the picture. It, again, it gives him a reason to stay and try to do right by JP. So I, that's a really good theory. Um, we'll see if that happens. Yeah. What about you, Dana? What do you think about it? Well, we already came to the conclusion JP has to die because yay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But it makes the most sense, um, like he said with his theory, that it would be DMAC money. Because look, if you looked at what's happened with, between him and Marshall, they're, they're separate. They're no good. He bashed him in the head. Was that a bottle? I thought it was a brick at first. I was like, oh my God, he's dead. Sheesh. Anyway, so he bashed him in the head with a bottle, and that whole situation happened because he was upset that you know he, he felt left out. And it seems to be like if you can let's go with the psychological route you know he kind of felt like he was just left out his whole thing and they'll have the whole situation with his father and we really don't know what really went on between him and his father but he seems to always be there looking out even if it's with anger looking out for his father because remember he had many opportunities to kill him um marshall was very adamant let's go in like you know kill the guy and yeah violence um but he always protected him because that was his father. So I really do feel that JP is going to die in some form or fashion. We just don't know by whom yet. And that for him to want to avenge his father would make the most sense. He may be a little in the last breath. I'm your son. What? I love you, son. And then he dies. Um, so that would be really fitting. 
for that to happen and for him to want to avenge his death. I do hope that he is able to tell him that that is that he is his son before he's dead or dying. Uh, that would be really nice and to see how that dynamic plays. And I do wonder if Dim, he knows that this kid is obviously involved in something because, you know, he's the street hooligan who keeps shooting up the place. I wonder if that will change how JP wants to move with this drug thing. Yes, he has debts that he has to pay. And as he stated, that was really like grounding was, I'm tired. You know, we're all tired of being broke. Um, But will him, knowing that his son is there, and you could argue would be in the same footsteps or they would be in the same business together, would that would want JP to no longer want to work in the drug side of things um in order to be that influence to d money mac i don't know his name but if that will change how he wants to move and operate so he gets on that path of where he was before but maybe it's too late and they kill him anyway um that would be really interesting to see but i do like the fact that it would be d money to know that you know i want revenge and also i'm interested in knowing that if that is his that he ends up telling him that hey hey i'm your son how that will affect tommy because tommy is his blood brother which makes him his blood uncle so will tommy then automatically take him under his wing how will that impact their relationship? Because if you look at D-Money, he doesn't have any place, Mac, sorry, he doesn't have any other place to run to. He can't run to Jannard. He can't run to Marshall because he, you know, he's trying to kill him. And they, they completely seem to sever ties. Um, will he now start working for Tommy? Or maybe he'll start working for Tommy through um diamonds maybe through diamond i know there's a whole thing with jennard but you know jennard knows diamond as well so maybe he'll be introduced through that way and that's how they he's able to one keep an eye on his father even though the father has to die but maybe that'll be more they end up with a more of a conversation so i just wonder how that's going to play but i really do like that theory oh yeah yeah they they could do a lot with this thing it could go in so many directions um but yeah like i really do wonder if you know if jp will like if he does die will he will he know who his son is before he goes because you you would think that you know he'll at least learn that dmac is his son first before he dies um but i i do think there's an interesting story to be told if he never finds out and he dies not knowing because then JP, uh, I mean, not JP, uh, DMAC has to live with that. He has to live with the fact that his father never knew who he was. And, you know, then he has to kind of navigate his life while trying to become the, the man that, you know, that he thinks his father would want him to be, in a sense. Um, so, you know, that they could do some interesting things with his mental health. You know, um, you know, he maybe he wants to, you know, live a straight and narrow square life, but then the streets keep calling him. So he keeps slipping back into that life, but then he ends up regretting it because he feels like he's doing um, damage to the legacy of his father, I guess, you know? So uh, I think there's an interesting angle of JP dying and never knowing who his son was. Um, But, you know, 
uh, I guess it would be more heartwarming to see them united and see JP, you know, actually learning who his father, who his son is, uh, before he his demise, I guess. Um, but yeah, any any final thoughts on that though? Before we uh, end off, before we wrap it up. Oh no, I think that's a great theory. So I, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing if that actually you know if that actually happens. But yeah, that, that's a very good theory. And once again, thank you for sending that that uh that question in. Yeah, and and you know, you, everyone, you you can send your questions. You know, uh, you can send them to email. It's powercast at thecoalition.com, coalition with a K. Um, you can also just DM us. You know, whether on IG or on Twitter. Um, and, you know, it, sometimes we read out the comments that we get, too. So if you leave a really good comment, we might just, you know, make that part of our discussion, too. So mm -hmm. definitely drop those comments, hit the like button, too. Um, and, yeah, we'll, we'll try to make more of an effort to read out some stuff, you know, in our discussion. But that is going to be it for this week. Um, so, you know, we'll get a real quick round of shout outs before we get out of here. So, Dana, you got any shout outs for us? Oh, I can't mute. Here we go. Um, thank you once again for everyone who watches and listens to us ramble and our thoughts and conversations. And thank you for participating and leaving your comments as well. Uh, we will have a lot more um, interviews and, and talks about what's going on with power. And also just in general, we, we do a lot of interviews um, with movies and TV shows, a lot of things that are coming up. So stay tuned for that. What I can physically talk about is we have a whole bunch of Halo coming. We have Morius coming and we have um, the big moon night, the night of moon. People already know that the press has seen it. And we can legally say how it was. So we have a lot of things that's coming up. We have press conferences that are coming up as well. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So stay tuned um, to our YouTube and also to the website. Cool, indeed, indeed. Yeah, definitely uh, look out for, for the contents because there's, there's definitely going to be a lot more. But uh, Richard, you got any shout outs for us? Oh, yeah. I, I want to do a quick correction here. Uh, so... The break that Power Force is going on, it's not this week. It's the week after okay. next. Okay. So we will be back next week for the next episode. Then after that, I believe they have a week break, and then the show returns in April So uh, for two episodes. So uh, if you want to complain about that break, send stars all your, all your, uh, your, your uh, letters and emails and angry comments. But, yeah, thank you all for your continued support of the shows. We appreciate the engaging conversations. I look forward to hearing what everybody thinks about this episode. I'm pretty sure there will be a lot of talking points. But, yeah, feel free to leave a comment. Thank you for continuing to like the comment, share, subscribe, everything. And we look forward to bringing you a, hell, a lot more content coming soon. Okay, that, thanks for that correction because that, that's actually great news because I'm hoping for a much better cliffhanger for when, when that break happens. So oh, next, yeah. next week, they better come with the fire and leave us with a good cliffhanger. Um, and we haven't seen the trailer yet because we record this before they drop the trailer. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm sure the trailer will show a lot of uh, interesting stuff. But, um, but yeah, um, thanks for that. Um, so yeah, as for my shout-outs, I just want to shout-out some of the people who continue to leave great questions and comments every week. You know, 
uh, Motown Investor, uh, Rainy J, Nigel Saps, Raiwan, uh, Kwame, who who who's always hitting me on Twitter, uh, Robert Silver, and of course Jabari, who who uh, us who who left that uh, that you know theory for us. Um, so yeah, big big uh, shouts to all those people and all the people I didn't name. You know, of course I can't name everyone at once, but there are there are more people out there who continue to comment, and we appreciate all of you. Um, and yeah, like like Dana said, we are going to be covering a lot more stuff. Um, I know some people have been mentioning Top Boy. Um, you know, that is a show that I love to watch. You know, it's a British show with a lot of Jamaicans, so you know I love that. Um, and I will try to do something based on that because there is a new season that hit Netflix today, actually. So, um, yeah, I'll try to have something um, on that once I've seen the season. Um, and, yeah, there's there's a lot of other shows and, and movies coming out. So so subscribe to the channel and, you know, keep checking for us. But um, for now, you know, we, you, you can rest assured that you are going to get the power cast. Uh, until Force ends, and you are going to get Snowfall Aftermath as well if you're into that show. Um, so yeah, uh, keep checking out the, the, the content, and we will be back next week, fortunately, because there is no break. So um, until then, you know, everybody take care of yourselves, have a great week, and we'll see you then. Peace out.